started today off with a sales call, somebody that had been on the podcast several months ago, initiated a sales conversation with them that got me connected to the right person on the team, had that sales call this morning, and uh, you know, very quickly realized, uh, fortunately, because of how transparent the the prospect was on the phone, that they just didn't have budget for what we were doing. Uh, the, they they couldn't afford our service. And you know, I told him, hey, you know, I can send you a PDF that explains our you know service offering. And he was just very forthright to say, hey, man, like that's for the time being that's just that's just way outside uh the scope of what our marketing budget can handle so uh you know love love what you guys are doing and uh you know would would be excited to work with you you know down the road a bit but now it's just not that time and it got me thinking about uh, a linkedin post that i saw from a guy named josh fector on linkedin a few days ago just how how he how he vets uh, his sales calls by sharing his price up front. I think so many, so many people kind of hide their pricing. We we intentionally don't have pricing of our service on our website for competitive reasons. Uh, I don't want uh, our competitors knowing what we're charging necessarily. Uh, but uh, you know, also this idea of like, okay, well, I want to be able to explain the value, the full value of our service so that people understand why the price tag is so high because they're getting an immense amount of value from it. And and that value is easiest explained and more effectively explained on the phone than it is, you know, via copy on our website. But this idea of that that Josh shared of getting your pricing on the table from the start, from the standpoint of qualifying the conversations that you're having was really interesting to me because when you really look at all of the time that you spend on sales calls with people that could never buy from you uh, because you've priced yourself out of their particular budget, um, you just end up saving yourself a whole lot of time. And and so we've we've curbed this a bit in uh, in the way that we do outbound because we're running our outbound sales system uh, by asking people that we think you know we can see hey they've got over 50 employees they're a B2B brand they they probably can afford our service so we ask them to be a guest on our show or we ask them if I can feature them in my Huffington Post column and then we initiate a sales conversation after that. This particular case, uh, they were they came inbound to us, so they reached out to me, asked if they could be a guest on the podcast. I said yes because we needed content to fill the show, and uh, and they seemed like you know they they had some good topics to talk about. Uh, so you know, knowing that just made me made me think about how we can uh, have a have a tighter rein on the type of sales calls that we're jumping onto. You know, I don't know if that means sharing price up front. I've been experimenting with that this this last week. Uh, and and when I know that I'm getting onto a sales call with somebody that already fully knows our pricing, uh, we're 
they <laughs> they're it's it's not going to be a waste of time because if they saw our pricing and their jaw hit the floor and they couldn't afford what we do they're probably not going to want to waste their time either in talking about a service that they can't afford. But if they can't afford it and they're intrigued, uh, they you know they will hopefully hop on the on the phone and and we can start to have a conversation about the value that the service can provide. So, just interesting, uh, you know. Really appreciate the prospect this morning, just sharing with me, you know, being very upfront and candid about you know them not being able to afford it, and and that saves me a lot of time. <laughs> now I don't have to bother with following up with them and uh, you know sending them PDFs and. Yeah, I just moved them over to, you know, account lost in our CRM and, um, and, you know, move on to the next one. So I uh, had, uh, after that, had lunch with uh, Kenny and a bunch of folks uh, that just celebrating Kenny. It's, it's one of his last days in Orlando. He's moving to Minnesota. So we're going to pack up uh, his SUV in a moving trailer and uh, drive him to Minnesota in the next couple days. And uh, so one of his last lunches here in Orlando, got together, just got to tell him, you know, why we love him, why we care about him. Um, it was a really, really cool lunch to be a part of. And uh, spent the afternoon on a, uh, doing a story sprint with Johnny and uh, my good friend Patrick. And Patrick just kind of walked us through a framework that he's built that really got Johnny and I talking about um, you know, what, what our five-year vision is, 10-year vision, um, where, where we really see Sweetfish going, the potential of where it could go. And, and, and by talking through that, uh, you know, we, we then start to drill into what is, what is a Sweetfish, why? why, why do we exist in the market, why why do we do uh, the, the things that we do? And, and if we can really get clear on our why, that's going to have an incredible impact on the story that we tell. So when Johnny and I are on sales calls and we're sharing our story, if we can, if we can have a compelling why, uh, it, it's, it's just going to be a more compelling offer for people. Um, if we can really elaborate on the problem that we see in the market and, and how we can fix it with this service. So uh, it was a great day. Then had a, had a going away party for Kenny uh, at night. And so I meet up with some more people, a lot of the same folks from lunch. And I just kind of uh, bid farewell to Kenny. So the, the family that hosted the party uh, had everybody write one thing that they've learned from Kenny and put it into a jar. And so that'll be a really cool thing for, for Kenny to have as he is you know, in his new home or as he starts to read through those and just really know the impact that he's had on the lives of so many people. So that was super special. And, and uh came back after that and have uh, just got to say goodbye to uh, another friend that's not leaving for as long, but um, they're leaving for the next few weeks, so we won't get to see them for a while. So uh, lots of goodbyes today, but uh, also, you know, really, really good meeting, digging into Sweetfish's why and really good learning about of the the importance of sharing pricing before getting on a sales call 
um, if, if we're really looking at you know the the time savings of only talking to people that are qualified uh, you know then there's also the other side of it that if I hadn't had that conversation you know, that's one less rep that I would have had and so with this new service offering the more reps I can get telling the story positioning the offer obviously the the better we're going to get at it but you got to balance that with not wanting to spend your entire day on calls that aren't going to go anywhere because the people can't afford you. So uh, lots, lots to uh, process today, think about, but that's what's going on in my head.